Laura Nugent knew something was wrong. She had been sitting for hours on the porch of her parents' small home, 40 miles east of Houston, waiting for her lover, Bill Fleming, to drive up in his white pickup truck. He never came. He should have arrived by 4.30 to have supper with her family. It was already six o'clock, but she still expected him to turn into the driveway at any moment. By seven, she paced the white clappered house's porch, nervously tugging at the ends of her long, ink-dark hair. By eight that April 1985 evening, she frantically drove the dark country roads near her home, searching for Bill. On Saturday, she used her key to check his apartment. It was empty. On Sunday, Laura discovered Bill's truck parked at the Hull de Seta Junior School where he coached, but he wasn't there either. Fearful and discouraged, she again took to her car, circulating slowly through deserted roads, praying for any sign of the man she loved. By Monday night, she was frantic. She lay in her bed, going over and over her weekend's desperate search, remembering the phone at his apartment that rang without answer. Bill hadn't shown up for work that morning at the school, and the district superintendent had called the police, reporting him missing. Bill's pickup, still parked in the school lot, hadn't moved all weekend. Now, despite her exhaustion, Laura had difficulty sleeping. When she finally drifted off, she had a hazy dream. Bill stood in the distance. She ran toward him, but just as she came close enough to touch him, he turned away. He couldn't see her. Laura bolted upright in bed. I knew it then, she whispered. I knew Bill was dead. On a quiet Monday morning a week later, Don Griffin, a retired electrician, found the body. While he supervised workers cutting a road to his brother-in-law's land in the Pine Forest off FM 943 in southeast Polk County, Griffin spotted dewberries growing on bushes. As he popped a few into his mouth, he smelled a peculiar odor. Edging toward a clearing, Griffin saw it, the decomposing body of a large man lying face up. The body was dressed in shirt and jeans, but had no shoes or wallet. There was a ring, however, from Stephen F. Austin State University, dated 1973 and engraved with the initials B.M.F. A month later, a grand jury indicted the principal of the school where Billy Mac Fleming taught. Before long, stories of a love triangle involving the accused biracial principal the slain white coach and the white school secretary, Laura Nugent, spread quickly throughout the little towns. Photos of the three from school annuals were published in newspapers and national tabloids with headlines that linked the love triangle with murder. The principal, Hurley Fontenot, with a wide smile and thinning brown hair, appeared on television news turning himself in to the Liberty County Sheriff. Fontenot was charged with pumping two small-caliber bullets at close range, execution-style, into the back of Bill Fleming's head. An aura of frustration permeated these small East Texas towns bordering the big thicket, the nearly mystical expanse of pine forests and swamps that merged Texas and Louisiana. The bucolic landscape thinly veiled an underlying uneasiness. The murder of Billy Mac Fleming would lay open a tale of love, small-town politics, and racial tension. And at the middle of the vortex was Hurley Fontenot.